Gamers, this is What the Podcast, the only podcast proud to be part of the D. Nicholson TV family. And with me, as usual, is my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, I love my wife, wife, Nikki. Now that's an introduction. Absolutely, that's an introduction. A well-deserved introduction. You are everything. All right, so we're going to get right into this. Hey, guys, that's the best way to sleep in the same bed as your wife is be nice to her because if not, you're riding the couch. You know what I'm talking about. So we're going to get right into the show today. What do we got going on today, Nikki? We have what? Weird news? Um, I do believe we got... Um Movie monsters. Movie monsters. Who doesn't like some good movies? Hey, you know, I was thinking, like, uh, February's coming up, and that's Valentine's Day, and here we are promoting movie monsters. I think we've got our holidays backwards. Do you like Halloween better than Valentine's Day? Of course I do. <laughs> you like it? Okay, okay. Well, you know, I mean, I, my favorite holidays. I'm, I'm Halloween all 365 days a year, sweetheart. Okay, well, all right, well, then you'll fit right into this. What we're going to do is pick the best, most iconic, most horrific movie monsters that we can think of and put them together into one group and see out of all the lists that we've got of possibilities, because that we kind of organized that ahead of time, we're going to narrow it down and just pick three or four that we think can wreak the most havoc and work together as a team. Now, you can't pick one that you know is going to backstab another one. It has They have to be able to work together as a team intellectually to wreak some havoc. So this has got to be a team effort here. So that's going to be fun. We also got weird news coming up, as I said, and we got celebrity birthdays today. There's two people that we know that are, you know, hey, they got birthdays today, so why not say happy birthday? Now, this is being recorded today, January 25th, 2021, so if you're listening to this later in the week or something like that, it's not their birthday no more, so don't go tweeting them and saying happy birthday. <laughs> that would just be strange, right? <laughs> All right, so let's start off the show this morning. Related birthdays no. are always good. Yeah, belated. You can say belated birthday. That's true. So, uh, I was thinking the other day, and this just came to my mind before we get into this. Um, who here, uh, you know, is a Batman fan? I know my wife is. Yes, sir. But what? <laughs> so, like, the alter ego of Batman is. Um, should we say this on the air? Yeah, I think it's safe. Okay. Well, I don't want to give nothing away, but those that don't know, just plug your ears. Uh, you know. Bruce Wayne is Batman. I mean, who knew? You know, and being that we are, you know, close friends with Bruce Wayne, I never thought that he was the Dark Knight until he told me one day. But I do know his private life, you know, consists of, um, well, you know, he's he's a playboy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he gets around. Bruce Wayne gets the chicks, and, and he's slaying them left and right. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of my man Bruce, but he's also got a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah, he, he likes his booze. So, <laughs> you know, and I was sitting here thinking, uh, you know, if if I lived in Gotham City, which I don't, um, I was sitting here thinking, like, what would happen if, you know, the commissioner, the police commissioner there, his name's Commissioner Gordon, if you don't know, uh, was to send a signal for the Dark Knight, put up the, the bat signal, and Bruce was at one of his parties, and he sh just showed up schnockered. What would happen? <laughs> What would happen if Bruce Wayne... I mean, I can see it now. The bat signal's up. Commissioner Gorgon... Gorgon. Commissioner Gordon. Gordon 
Hey, we trust the Gordon Fisherman. But anyway, <laughs> uh, if he was to show up there, you know, I had too much batch knots. Why is the roof spinning? <laughs> what would he do? My bat wiser. <laughs> what, what's going to happen if, if, if this happens? So I know you posted this on Facebook. Do you remember a few replies that you got? Um, one was that Commissioner Gordon would put the bat suit on and, and do Batman's job for him. Because he, he's kind of like... Isn't he more of a round boy? Um, possibly. Um, uh, another person said that Robin would stand up and save the day, you know. <laughs> we wonder. Trust the sidekicks. Um, another one said that, you know, that, uh, Batwoman would, would come in and, and save the day. Um, not really thinking that that's, that's plausible. Do they um, exist in the same multiverse? Yes, they do. Okay. Well, I'm um, not a Batman fan, by the way, guys. I am a Batman fan, but not that big of a Batman fan. Um, and there's a couple other ones, but I don't remember. But those are the best ones. That, um, But nobody really, <laughs> you know, I, I figured somebody would come with some, you know, coffee. <laughs> like, let's get him coffee so he can go and do what he needs to do, not, you know, just kind of prop him up against the wall and let him come down off his, his <laughs> booze, you know, or whatever. But. Go home, Batman, you're drunk. Yes. I am home. I am the knight. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I'll do the whole podcast in my Batman voice. Oh, please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> kidding. If he wants to do it, he can do it. How about the Yoda voice? Pooping I am. Mmm, <laughs> 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 <happen> you are. <laughs> so, th so, okay. Well, all right. Nikki is gonna post this, or I can post this on my Facebook. David Nicholson on Facebook. One of us will post this. If you guys are listening, if you want to, you don't have to. You know, chime in. See what you think would happen if we had a drunk dark night. The Batmobile lost its wheels. Joker got away. <laughs> yeah, because Batman was too ha too hammered to, to do anything. So. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, guys, bringing you the news that matters most, as we usually do right here on What the Podcast. So, weird news. Uh, okay, here's one I found, and again, these are all found online at upi.com. Top story today, a man catches uh, 54 pieces of popcorn in his mouth in one minute. Nikki, what's your input on this? This is a really weird... Um, really weird article? Yeah, like... Uh, 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 <laughs> world record is what I'm talking about, because like, they beat the previous world record... Which was at thirty-seven. It just—it seems like a really wor really weird, um, yeah. world record to. I to mean, break. I guess I'm thinking of how do you find out that you've had this uh, talent? I mean, are you at the movies throwing popcorn up in the air and catching it? I mean, I've done that before in my day, but you know, to have someone else use their hands and throw it 
into my mouth. I, I've never done that. That's a strange thing to am I well congratulations first off to these uh, to these gentlemen who in Idaho uh, you know who broke this record that they broke a world record hey they got their name in the Guinness's Book of World Records uh, for doing this. So uh, what was it they let's see fifty four pieces in one minute. So which the previous record was thirty seven. That's not even averaging though a piece of popcorn per second. Uh, they're 60 seconds in a minute so they did but it does four. not say that it was continuous like i throw one at you i throw one at you i throw one at you oh i miss one throw one at you throw one that's not i see that's what i'm saying I, it doesn't say whether or not it was continuously mm -hmm. hit 54 times in a minute it just says they did it they so caught 54 know. pieces in one minute so definitely yeah and they used both hands um, are they doing the underhand like the granny shot in basketball with his popcorn <laughs> i can see two maybe people. they were doing <laughs> trick shots you know like behind up the back over the, like up under the armpit or something and like tossing it and somebody catching it or something i don't know behind the back and and maybe they got an alley-oop and an assist who knows <laughs> so like can you imagine like Tilt your head back and somebody dunking popcorn in your mouth, like jumping, wham! Would hurt. <laughs> yeah, somebody would end up with a broken jaw, probably. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry I hit you in the jaw. All right, the next piece of news we have is giant baby Trump balloon was acquired by the Museum of London. Now, to me, this is. And I read this article. Uh, you guys can go to upi.com, weird news, and check this out yourself. What these people did, this balloon, before it was acquired by the Museum of London, is it's, it for first off, it's a giant blimp-shaped balloon, and it's Trump, and he's whining, crying, and he's got a diaper on. It's baby Trump. And, I mean, I understand where the balloon I'm comes sorry, from. but I just <laughs> got in my head the baby shark thing, but it's... Baby the, Trump, not no, 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 baby Trump. <laughs> 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 that just popped in my head when you start talking about baby Trump in a diaper. That's exactly what... Oh. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. Oh. So, before the museum acquired it, then they're putting it with a collection of other, like, I guess, parody balloons that they have. But anytime that President Trump had visited this country, um, this balloon, I guess, was taken out and paraded up and down the streets. Like, that's cruel in a way, but, like... I mean, that's not their president. They're their own country, their own nation, so they have their own leadership, their own hierarchy. We, you know, have the president here. So, but since it was used in that form or fashion, it became kind of like a staple or a parody of Trump, and now the Museum of London has purchased this balloon. And it did say how much it was in the article. I don't remember right off, but anyway, it was uh, designed for protest theme um for protest and it's added to that collection now so if you want to see the giant trump baby balloon and go to london the museum of london and check it out i mean i guess we're broadcast worldwide so if you live in london and you want to see it that hey head on over to the museum you live next door to it anyway yeah. so <laughs> all right moving on to our last weird news story and this one piqued your interest and it kind of goes right along with our theme later on in the show here um Yes, it does. <laughs> the Lizzie Borden house uh, is actually for sale now. So if you have some kind of a fascination with murder and haunted locations, you can acquire this house. Does anybody want to loan me $2 million so I can go buy this house? Um, 
if you do, you can always, I, you know, go to the website, podomatic.com. I got a link to my PayPal there. You can slip it right in there, and, we'll, you know, we'll even give you a shout-out on the show. And we will also give you free room and board, so you can come and visit us for real. It so is a bed and breakfast. I would totally buy that house. I would live there, personally. I, yeah. Absolutely, 110%. Okay, and if you're not familiar with the Lizzie Borden story, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but, you know, this is a house in Massachusetts, and back in 1892, there was a murder there of Lizzie Borden's parents, correct? And they were both killed with an axe, I think is how the story goes, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yeah. that could just be part of the nursery rhyme, but is that actually how it happened? Yeah. Okay, so it's not just um, part of it. Her mom was, or I think it was actually her stepmom, uh, was found in the bedroom um, on the floor between the dresser and the bed. Her dad was in, I guess you could say, a sitting room on a couch. He was taking a nap. So, okay, so he didn't actually see what she had done. Probably not. That's what the nursery rhyme says. <laughs> this is only what I've read about it. So if anybody can drop me two mil, I'll go buy it. And you have lifetime. Like you can come and stay like a lifetime. All right. So okay. Well, so the, you can come live with us too. That's cool too. You know. Just as long as you're not, you know, going to kill us. But Lizzie Borden actually went on trial for this in, in 1892, and she was acquitted of the murder. Yep. And nobody knows how this couple, uh, you know, got killed. Nobody really knows what happened there. So that's a mystery that the house holds. And I think that mystery that the house actually holds around it is why the price is so high. Because, you know, this house has secrets. It has history. It's not a very big house, honestly. I, you can look it up online, Lizzie Borden House. It's black. And it's kind of a creepy looking house. But it's not a mansion. I mean, $2 million is a lot. But for the time it was. So, okay. For the time that everything was there, you know, everything went down. It was, they were a pretty well-to-do family until something happened. I don't remember exactly. And then they kind of got destitute. Okay. All right. Well, all right. So that's the news for the day. And now we're going to go on and we are going to try to pick our favorite movie monsters that might be able to work together to, um, you know, wreak some havoc in an upcoming movie, horror movie. Basically, that's what we're saying. This isn't real life. We're just kidding here. Alright, guys. A little bit of mood music there for you, which wasn't really music at all. More static, like a ghost box. Kind of fit the mood, right? Talk box. Talk box, yeah. Alright, so here's the rules. We've got a list of some of the most iconic movie monsters sitting right in front of us right now. And the rules are, we're going to pick three or four, depending on how many we can narrow this down to, or how many we can get out of here, because this is a tall order. Um, they can actually work together with another movie monster and wreak havoc for two hours in an upcoming horror film that we'd like to see created, basically. So, <clears throat> all right, so the list of monsters we have is top of the list, of course, uh, everybody's, uh, you know, favorite, Freddy Krueger. But... One of the things about him is the iconic glove and the fact that, well, I mean, no matter what you do to this guy, he's not going to go down. I mean, you take his head off like Jason versus Freddy, and he's still grinning and winking at the end of the movie when Jason's carried his head out of the water. So we got Jason Voorhees. You know, Friday the 13th, hey, this guy's like the number one slow walker that can beat any marathon runner through the woods. 
no matter how fast you run, Jason can walk faster. Got Michael Myers. Same difference, basically. Yep, he's just cold-hearted. We got Leatherface, Count Dracula. We got Lawrence Talbot, and if you don't know who that is, shame on you, that's the Wolfman. Alright, All right, we got Pennywise, but what version do we love? Tim Curry. Tim Curry, because I'm sorry, Mr. Skarsgård, it's just not happening for us. Um, Alright, we got uh, the Graboids, who I mentioned to my wife, and she's like, who's that? So now you know who they are. They are the giant worms. From Tremors. Yeah, from Tremors, absolutely. We got Audrey 2. And I know you guys are probably thinking, who in the world is Audrey 2? So, take a ask your parents. They know who Audrey 2 is. We got the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. And we got, uh, well, here's your favorite. Say it. You love this guy. <laughs> Pinhead. Absolutely. And what's Pinhead from? Hellraiser. So, he is the, the basically a high priest and organizer. Yeah. And we have uh, Stripe from the Gremlins. <laughs> you know Stripe's going to be in our list wherever, whoever is chosen because that's just what he does and you know he goes and makes more of himself. So and wreaks that, havoc. And then you know it all <clears throat> comes down. Cause. So on David and the Lost Boys. Now this is a group of people who if you have not seen this movie you need to watch it. Right at the beginning of this movie, they are on a boardwalk in an amusement park, and they, I mean, just like basically tear this security guard up as he's walking to his car. I mean, they come out of nowhere, swoop down, rip the roof off of a car of a couple that's making out, and drag them out. These guys are ruthless, man. So, all right. Yes. <laughs> We've got Charles Lee Ray, Chucky from Child's Play. we got the Boogeyman from the movie, The Boogeyman. I'm not 100% familiar with him. Uh, the Infected Rage Zombies from 28 Days Later. And, did you have something to say on that? Like I said, they're technically not zombies because they're still alive. They the, just have rage. Yes, but they they're are... Infect, they're infected. They, it's an infection that ran rapid. and it, They're organized. They are very organized. Actually, no, they're not. I mean, they go together, but they smell like... I don't know. They smell humans, and they want to, like... Eat, turn them into them, I guess. I don't know. So I guess it's kind of... I guess zombies. It's kind of like a zombie. <laughs> zombies. And we got Ghostface <laughs> from Scream. And this was a uh, choice because there's a couple different Scream Ghostface. So we're going to go with... Um, the very... Like the original... The original two um, guys. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich and... Um, uh, Matthew Lillard yeah. from the very first Scream movie. <laughs> like Zoinks, man. <laughs> No, not Oh Shaggy. my gosh, Shaggy's coming to kill me. <laughs> no, Shaggy's not coming to kill you, but he it, was man. really good in that movie, though. Um. <laughs> Instead of Scooby-Doo, where are you? He's coming to kill you. Nikki, where are you? <laughs> but since we're talking about, you know, horror movies and, and people coming to get things, I have to add, I have to say this, because it's just in my head. Um... What is with these chicks in these movies? Like, the lights flicker and go out, and they run upstairs. Or they walk in their house, and they're like, Hello? Is someone there? Like, the dude's gonna come and be like, 
or is gonna come out and be like, yeah, I'm in a sandwich, or I'm in the I'm kitchen in a, making a sandwich. You want one? I'm in a sandwich. Like, why do they do that? Why are you gonna run upstairs? You know you're gonna end up jumping out a window and hurt yourself. Like, go somewhere. Like, that you can actually get out. Yeah, and you can't count Stop on Batman. Stop being dumb, ladies. Let's let's get it. You can't count on Batman because he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that. We learned that too. Too much bat schnapps. Um, I'm here to save the day. Uh, uh, just let me sit down for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Alright, going back to our list. So, let's start off with Freddy Krueger. So, let's see. What, what points do we have in his favor? He's ruthless. He's evil. He does not discriminate. Oh, he can tear some trash up in a heartbeat, too. I mean, this guy, um, he's got he magic on his side. Fear. Um, and he does have magic, like I said. He can he can do some weird stuff. He can come out of a TV. He can suck you into a bed. He's definitely got magic on his chair, side. Chair. He, he can, can drag you across. Worm. The, um, I'm a loving it. smoking worm at that. I'm loving um, him. I'm loving him so far. He's got all um, points in his favor to really wreak some havoc. I mean, it, wreaking havoc. But here's the thing, though. If no one's dreaming, he has no power. I get that. I get that too. Yes, if you're so not afraid if of you him. Take, if you have no fear, it's not necessarily fear of him. It's fear in general. So if you fear nothing, then you. Everybody fears. I mean, there's. I mean, obviously, there's something everybody fears. But like, he has no power if no one's dreaming. So, but plus you have to dream in order to get him into the real world so he could wreak havoc. So, he's kind of behind the scenes, kind of, ba I mean, I the puppet master. That. I was going to say that. He's behind the scenes. He's in the dreams wreaking the havoc, but yet the havoc that he's wreaking in the dreams leave a big mess for the real world people to try to clean up. This is true, too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, definitely you see a trail of terror where he's been, do you not? Yeah, and you and there's no way to explain it because nobody <clears throat> understands what's going on. Um, what about working with a team? Does Fred Krueger work well with a team? Can you see him being no, a team player? No, definitely not a team player. He wants all the glory. He's a glory hog. Nope, there's uh -huh. no. Well, that just automatically knocks him out of our pick. That's yeah. absolutely. He's out. Fred Krueger is gone. Yes, whatever. But anyway, okay, we got Michael Myers. Um. And Jason Voorhees was on there too, but he disappeared because I screwed everything up. So you want to do just, Jason? Um, Jason is like a lap dog. He needs somebody to tell him what to do. So in in that sense, um, like in Freddy versus Jason, he Freddy was the puppet master. Jason killed him. He he got to have some fun. While Freddy was telling him what to do. So Jason actually does take orders. So, yeah. If so he, if, well, he, he, Freddy had to disguise himself as Mama Voorhees there to do that. Doesn't matter. It still worked. It was still the Puppet Master. So, he was still... I keep calling him the Puppet Master, and I know that's a whole separate brand of things. But, um, yeah, like... Okay. But Jason is... A possibility. A possibility. Alright, so now we got uh, Mr. Michael Myers from Halloween, and this guy, I... Not a team player. <laughs> I was going to say, he's he is known as the shape, 
because nobody really he's also knows. Known as a buggy man as well. Nobody knows exactly what he is or what what makes him tick. So therefore, the only thing I know he is, is ruthless. From what, um, like Doctor Loomis always said that he was not human. He is some type of demonic creature. Um, but they don't know what it is. That's why they just say the shape. Um, yeah, they don't know. He used to be more ruthless than he is now. If you've seen some of the newer movies, um, if you go back to like John Carpenter's Halloween series, he was ruthless. He had no, there was no stopping him. The only person that I know was his so-called sister that didn't turn out to be a sister. No, that's a whole other story. Anyway, Lori could like whenever he looked at Lori, he did want to kill her, but if she said his name, and he was like ready to stab her, and she was like. Just talking to him, he stopped and he thought. Yeah, he did, but it, it was just a... But it does not work well with others. Does not play well with others. No, and the fact that he only does his killing one night a year kind of throws him off. Because if somebody wants to go kill somebody on March 13th, Michael's <laughs> out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's absolutely true. So, I'm I mean, busy tonight, guys. I'm getting drunk with Batman. Come on, Michael! <laughs> you guys cut it out back there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we got Leatherface. Now, we discussed him prior to the show, and we decided that he might actually be a standing pick. One of the top choices that we actually could think of out of this list, because he is still technically human. He does have a brain, even though it's turning to mush because of all the abuse and everything. Well, not really all the abuse. They just kind of kept him locked in a closet. But he's very compliant. Yes, he's and broken. He, he's, he's very broken. Not so much broken as so much shaped to do what his family wants him to do. Groomed, yes. Um, uh. Yes, they are a bunch of like cannibals and, and nasty little things like that. But Leatherface is very compliant. So he would be very good at... Like if you, let's say, like you teamed him up with Freddy, Freddy could tell him, hey, you need to go do this, and he would go do it. All right, so we got, uh, I'm, I'm picking Leatherface right off here. I'm not even thinking about this no more. Leatherface is on the team. Yes. So we've got another potential in Jason, but not 100% satisfied with him yet, but he's a, a definite potential. But Leatherface is on the team. All right, so next on the list, uh, I mean, historic Count Dracula. Historic count this guy never dies it doesn't matter every time they kill him since what the when did these movies 1960s some of these older movies come uh, out? you have you have dracula back in like the 1920s when they started doing silent films there's a hundred like sequels you here. had like you know nosferatu and stuff like that so. so so this guy is automatically a winner you know what i mean he does have a team of players in certain movies he has the wolfman he has the mummy he has the creature from the black lagoon he has you know, Sometimes Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster, monster that he brainwashes to do his bidding. And Frankenstein's monster's not on this list because he's a good guy. Yes, he doesn't. <laughs> he he just misunderstood. So, but Count Dracula, I mean, what do you think? Is he is he a team player? Is he a pick? Is he a draft? Is he just going to kind of sit back and chill and maybe be a maybe? Mm, Count's Count always the leader, though, so... Because we we have put up that Freddy is is more of a leader. He's more of like a the the head honcho, the brains and the outfit. So well, if we got a leader in Count Dracula, that knocks Pinhead out, doesn't it? 
Them mm -hmm. two would buck heads. Well, off running, and they all would. All three of those would bump heads. There's no, there's no way around it because the count is like top of the food chain. The original, original. You know what I mean? Like, so. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, <laughs> so we got right now for sure. We got Leatherface on our team. Um, the Wolfman. See. I love the Wolfman. Lawrence Talbot is amazing, but what happens whenever the moon's gone or half full? He's just a man at that point. And the man, Lawrence Talbot, doesn't have no evil in his heart. The wolf does. So <laughs> he hates what he does when he's a wolf. That's why he tried to chain himself up and lock himself up all the time because he didn't want to do the evil things that he did when he was the wolf. So, out. Yeah, there's too much guilt there. Bye-bye, Wolfman. You're not part of this evil team. <laughs> yeah, Wolfman's out. Definitely out. Um, uh, like, okay, we put Pennywise on this. He is also... He's awesome. He's hilarious. He's But he... He preys on people's loner. fear. He's a loner. But he preys on people's fear, and that's a good thing. And he needs no one, though. So if that's the point, you can't rightfully put a loner on a team to work with a team. It's not gonna work. Like if you come down here, you'll float too. <laughs> <laughs> I um, love Pennywise. Tim Curry's Pennywise was the best at all. Yes. So Pennywise is out. You say no Pennywise. I'm gonna. I, I've got to check him off the list. Not gotta... that he's not amazing. That was an amazing character, and Tim Curry did amazing with him. But he's not. We've got a team of one right now. You realize that, Leatherface. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Graboids. I mean, these guys come up from the ground. You don't know they're coming for you. They. Just shoot out of the ground. They swallow you whole. They're swallowing buildings. They're swallowing cars. These guys are so awesome that they destroy entire towns. And it only takes like three or four of them to sink a whole town into the ground. <laughs> well. They're not the brightest worms because they do come out of cliffs and just follow their death. <laughs> I'm just wondering though. There's no control. So how can you control a monster if how can it be a part of a team if you have no control? They just do whatever they want to. Exactly, and that would be your draft pick if you was to, if let's say you're in here and you're like uh, wanting to go to battle. I mean, are you going to want to pick somebody who's just going to be under your thumb all the time saying, what do I do, what do I do? Or are you just going to pick a kamikaze pilot to go in there and go nuts too? Well, These could be situation. the wild card. These guys could be the wild cards. Okay, I... Uh, maybe for the Graboids. They, they're they pretty awesome when it comes to wreaking havoc. Um, next, let's go into Audrey 2. <sighs> um, now, I put her on the list strictly as a leader, too, honestly, because she sends people out to do her bidding. Yes. <laughs> she does. She really legitimately sends people out to do Please her bidding. Please, Seymour, I'm hungry. I mean... Um, and there's no stopping, like, the the vines that come off of her. She picks, wraps around people's feet, picks them up, drops them in the hole, too. But somebody has to go out and get them for her and bring, her back, bring them back to her because her reach is as far as her vines go. And the more she eats, the bigger she gets, though. I mean, I so mean that, that means the further the reach. 
So, yeah. She's a pretty evil monster, is she not? The possibility. I don't know. This that is a hard list. This is so bad. Yes, it is. The Creeper. What do you think of the Creeper? Is he out or is he in? I am going to say out because um, he is out for himself because when he goes looking for his next victim, it's something he needs. So, like, for instance, um, he, somebody, he goes to get a hold of somebody and they stab him in the eye with something. The next person he kills, he's going to take their, he's going to eat their eye and it's going to be a part of him. So, just think about, like, what he would do if, like, let's say he's on a team with Jason and Jason, like, kill, like, he's going to kill everybody. Right. He's not going to give... He's not going to feed the creeper? Yeah, he's not going to feed the creeper. And the creeper's obviously not going to eat Jason because there's no good parts. And that so, would automatically leave uh, Audrey 2 out because Jason's not going to feed her neither, and I don't think Leatherface would. Well, Leatherface might. But as she as Audrey too, though she has the she has the ability to control people, so therefore she could control Leatherface and tell him to feed her. So, so right. yeah, that doesn't rule her out yet. Now I know you want Pinhead. This is your this is your top pick. Pinhead's on your team. <laughs> yes, Pinhead's always on my team. And I didn't put Pumpkinhead on here because he's like one of those people that's just not. Yeah, and he only comes out every once in a while when but, something bad happens. Right. So Pinhead is your top pick. We also really forgot the little leprechaun dude, but um. Warwick Davis? Yes. Um, <laughs> we love you, Warwick. But anyway, Pinhead. Uh, so he's your top pick for... he. You, you want him to be the leader. You, you've yes, done said that. Yes, he... His philosophical ways of handling things. He is the high priest of hell. That and was his title. he gets... He just... He gets it done. But with Pinhead, as I've said, we had three or four picks. He's got his minions as well that no matter what they're always with him so you have that extra backup without having extra backup you understand what I mean like yes yes so yeah. um, and that's kind of like David with the Lost Boys which we'll get to here in a few minutes they're always together yes yeah, so it, you get a collective so <clears throat> I'm definitely for me I'm definitely taking Pinhead because he's just he's just awesome. I love that entire series. So, so far, we have a movie that consists of uh, Leatherface and Pinhead and Pinhead's <laughs> minions. So okay, Stripe. Now Stripe, I got to say right from the start, Stripe does play as a team because the Gremlins were like there was more than one Gremlin. It wasn't just Stripe wreaking all this havoc. Stripe absolutely is a team player, and he's willing to have fun with anybody who wants to do a little killing. Or just freak havoc. Like yeah. you, you don't necessarily have to kill. That's not his. Um, the, I don't think that that was. They were just having fun. They were having fun. Yes, deaths were caused, but they were just having fun. He was just wreaking havoc on the, on this little town. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I, he goes. He goes. Stripe is stripes on the yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the movie because he was just awesome, and no matter what, he multiplies. So you have him, and then you have this 
multi-billion other gremlins, so you have more backup. Like, it's not just this one. So we have Leatherface, we have Pinhead, and we have Stripe. Now we... Okay. <laughs> We've got three people here. We need some muscle here. We don't have that. Okay. Well, our next pick is um, David and the Lost Boys. Now, these guys, they have the muscle because they are indeed vampires. They have the strength. And again, you're getting a group of people. Um, you're getting... I mean, granted, they look like a 1980s big hair rock band... But <laughs> you have a group of people coming at you, and they're all vampires. They, I mean, they ripped the top off of a car. So we need, yeah, we need a little bit of muscle. Uh, is Leatherface um, not they strong? They don't, they don't eat much, so <laughs> it would be easy to, to tame them. So. They were called the Lost Boys because they were mischievous, and even Max, their leader, told her, he's like, you know, boys need their mother. These, you know, they're wild kids, so they could wreak some havoc. Mm -hmm. They did wreak some havoc. They, yes, they did. They loved playing. They had a lot of oh. games. I mean, jumping, hanging off underneath of train bridges and trying to recruit new members. They're all the time hiring. Come on. <laughs> yes, I mean, all right. Motorcycle we, madness up and down the beach. Yeah, these guys were. I, I think because the rest of ours, the, the rest on this list, were which we got, uh, there's four. So I really don't even think any of those go you don't think Child's Play? You don't. Cause no, he, Chucky was a doll, and yes, he was mischievous, but at the same time, he was just a man in a doll. Like, he he did some stuff, but I mean, literally a good punt, and he's against the wall. So, um, gonna say no to Chucky. The boogeyman, and yeah, we'll cut him off. Um,. The Rage Zombies from 28 Days Later? <laughs> the Rage Zombies, you'd have to have some sort of plague, so they just wouldn't pop up, you know what I mean? So and We brought Ghostface in at the last minute here, and I want to I want to point something out with him. Thinking about Ghostface, yeah, it was multiple characters that played the part throughout different movies, but that's irrelevant to the fact, because we narrowed it down to the first movie, Ghostface had too many rules. He only killed people by rules of horror movie, and that's not wreaking havoc. Because they they said, you know, if you have sex, you're going to die. If you That's where all that originated. If you do drugs, you're going to die. If you run upstairs, you're going to die. These were the rules that he lived by. If you by run a horror. trip, you will die. If you yeah. get naked, you will die. Yes, so he, he um, only killed, there, there's, there was a method to that madness, and that's not what we're going for here. We're going for complete and utter chaos. Yes. So he's out. Yeah, he's out. Although he did work as a team, he worked well with others, but he's out. So yeah. Well, they didn't realize that there was more than one. No, Ghostface just... himself knew that they, they was they worked they come together and organized the two boys. Yes. So they worked as a team, which which is good. That's what we're looking for in this pick. But it Billy doesn't. Billy Stew. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So okay, so we've narrowed this down. We've got Leatherface. We have got Pinhead, we've got Stripe, and we've got David and the Lost Boys. We have a pretty good team. <laughs> if we put these guys together, we've, we've decided they all work as a team. Um, I'm not sure, I mean, if we can... In this movie, I'm pretty sure we're not going to get Kiefer to do David again. 
um, cause you know vampires don't age. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Come on, this is fantasy. But that would be an awesome, awesome movie. I've decided, like you know, I mean, wow. I think that <laughs> the town would be turned upside down, don't you? If we release these beasts on society, <laughs> this is awful. So. The hell we have raised. <laughs> yes, we have. Um, <laughs> All right, big and, movie producers in Hollywood, make this happen. And the whole time we're doing this, I've got the Gremlins theme going through my head. Hey, could you imagine, like, <laughs> could you imagine the Lost Boys doing some killing to that music? Like the scene, remember, where they was at the bonfire and they were all in the trees and the guys were dancing around the bonfire and they just ripped their heads off in a matter of seconds. Yep, picked them off one by one. <laughs> and then the Gremlins theme playing during that. I can see Stripe sitting in the background just hollering and laughing with all of his little gremlin pals that his he's made. His little cigarette. <laughs> little cigarette or cigar or what have you, yeah. And the one that runs into the wood, don't worry, Leatherface has got him. There's nobody surviving this movie, is there? No Survivors is the name of the movie. There is no... This is a movie about pure, undulterated Horror? horror. There are no survivors. This is hilarious. No I love it. Survivors. So, all right, moving on to our final segment, and that is some happy birthdays that we have to say today, January 25th, 2021. All right, so happy birthdays, and I'll let my beautiful wife take the very first one. We are saying happy birthday to. Uh, Alicia Keys, who turns 40 today. Happy birthday, Alicia Keys, turning 40! <laughs> Do you like her music? Um, she has a few good songs. Not really my, um, my genre, but, um, uh, there's a few. Alright, and I'll take number two. Michelle McCool, former WWE diva, married to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Mark Calloway, The Undertaker. So, Michelle McCool turns 41 today. So, happy birthday, Michelle McCool. And are we going to have another show next Monday? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> next Monday, guys. So, hey, don't forget to follow us on all the majors of social media. You can find all that information on my YouTube channel, The Nicholson TV. And we'll see you next week. So, we are out and... This isn't goodbye, it's just till next time. All right, later. <laughs>